electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber along with Jim Cramer and we are live from the New York Stock Exchange. Happy Monday, everybody. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures, of course, as we get ready to start trading here at the NYSE. 30 minutes from now, you can see we're set up for what will be a a sharply lower open. And that, of course, is where you'd expect our roadmap will start. Let's call it risk off this morning. Stocks are going to open lower. This, of course, is the uh, spread and the rapid spread of the Delta variant rattles investors. That's what it is. We're also preparing for a post-pandemic world and Zoom. Well, it's doing the same, making its first multi-billion dollar acquisition. It is, by the way, the second largest American technology deal of the year. Plus, there are a lot of concerns about COVID misinformation uh, on social media. The president says social media is, quote, killing people. Facebook, for its part, is fighting back. All right, Jim, let's talk about the market itself. Of course, our viewers just saw where we uh, may open at least a half hour from now. Going to be lower, uh, somewhat substantially lower. It does appear to be because the Delta variant is spreading quickly. We spent a good amount of time talking about it. Thankfully, uh, hospitalizations and or deaths have not been following the case count in the same way. Um, But it's of concern, it would seem. Yeah, look, you come in and you see Europe down big. Europe's in a different position from us. You see the tenure at some price that makes you think that there must be just all hell's going to break loose. Uh, you see that there's whole states that seem to just don't believe. Uh, and then you hear that Facebook is killing people and the president. <clears throat> Zuckerberg, by the way, many things have been said about him. This is the first time I heard he's murder. Well, he didn't say that. Well, OK. He OK. Say but Facebook, there are executives there. I think it's well, a we'll, false we'll talk about You do. Yeah, well, because I think that what's happened is, although, although I think Dr. Gottlieb is absolutely right that it should be easier to police and they should police it, there's just a lot of people, David, who genuinely believe that it's bad. So what's he policing? If 40% of the people think that it's bad, are you supposed to tell those 40% that they're ignorant? Well, Jim, I, I don't know. Uh, I think that's not exactly what the president was talking about. If we want to get to the this, president I, I, was, I, the president was not clear. Let's take a let's take a quick pause. I want to come back to this Facebook versus going? the Biden minister. I want to get back to the market for our viewers, just so we can sort of set things sure. up as not. we as we uh, get ready to, to to trade. Twenty eight minutes or so from now. Look, I just um, think are there going to be opportunities today? Let it snow. Let it snow. Yeah. Well, look, the, today's the day. You're not going to step in by the cruise lines. I don't want to pick on people. I don't pick on people. No, the cruise lines. Yeah. Did you read the lawsuit that, I mean, there was an overturn that the appellate uh, court agreed, but did you re- read the lawsuit that Frank Del Rio filed from Norwegian? It's very sad. What he says is, we want to vaccinate everyone from the crew, be sure that everybody in the crew is vaccinated, and be sure that all the tourists are vaccinated. Right. But the state of Florida won't let them. Right. The state of Florida is basically mandating that there be people on those cruises that have COVID. Well, I think it's a non-starter. It becomes difficult, particularly given the uh, 
the level of infectiousness of the Delta variant. Right. Again, not morbidity, thankfully, but no, you but can get it very easily. No, you're either going to be, well, here's what we'll discover in the next four weeks. You're either vaccinated or you get it. There's no middle ground anymore. And the breakthrough, as Dr. Uh, Gottlieb suggested, is happening more aggressively than people realize. Well, it's not, not being, it's not being just tracked, is what, is, what, is what Dr. Gottlieb also says, and he'd like to see it. I mean, right. listen, but, we've, we've had a long time now to listen to a lot of different people in public health tell us things. He's the best, I think. I think you far. and I agree. And he's pro-vaccine. Um, and he's also, what I'm waiting, by the way, to hear is we have all these professional athletes who are getting it. Yeah. They obviously don't know that they have it or else no. they would be saying. I and they get tested all the time, which is why they find out that they right. have it, even so though they don't have they are asymptomatic. Can we get back to the market? Yes. OK. I am saying that the market rolls over. It okay. could roll over three, three percent. But you take a guy like Mike Wilson, whom I like. He mm-hmm. comes on. He's intelligent. Morgan guy. Stanley. And he's, yeah, and he's now saying, listen, we got to get a little more defensive. OK. Well, hello, the, David, the cyclicals have been rolling over for weeks. Weeks. And now we get defensive. Now is the time to look at Cleveland Cliffs at 19 because it sells at two times earnings. Now is the moment. David, it's, he likes yeah, Mondelez. Mondelez you know, has been great for weeks. To the extent that the market is responding to this perception that we're going to somehow or uh, that economies are going to slow or we're not going to open as quickly. I don't know, Jim. I mean, we're fully open here where we are in New York, right? Well, they're putting Nothing is stopping anybody. You, all right. Well, well the key and Dr. Is Gottlieb says that's silly. Right. Uh, in L.A., by the way, not in California. He also says, by the and, way, the third, and, the third booster. No evidence whatsoever. No evidence that that's, third. Um, but the U.K. is fully opening today. I know. Right? Even though Boris Even Johnson, though Boris Johnson is, who UK, obviously had a very bad UK bout sending, of COVID, U.K. sending mixed signals, mixed signals. Because one of the things that's happening in Europe is if you get COVID, they seem to not trust the antibodies, and they're giving them another shot. Right. Well, again, back to our man, Dr. Gottlieb. He says you benefit because there's an enormous immune response if you actually had COVID and get the vaccine. You yeah, are really, truly really protected. Who are best off. Right. But I want to go back and to Facebook. And it does wane over time. Let me go back to Facebook. Okay, for a second. come back being, to Facebook. You know, by the way, I'm being facetious, doesn't call Murray, says that they are causing death, the right. president. But Facebook is the beginning of a word named fact. And the one part of this market that has yet to roll over is FANG. Once FANG has rolled over, then you can buy. Because then everything will have rolled over. That's the last bastion. And, David, the Reddit people, How am I they, gonna, don't right. they get blown out the day that Robin Hood comes public? Just because it's, you know, it's a little Shakespearean, The Reddit it? people meaning what you're taking a look at AMC and GME in particular yeah. or just in general? Well, AMC should be hurt by the Delta AMC variant. AMC had a very bad week last week. Yeah, well, the Delta variant. Like yeah. I, and the big screen TV. And the big screen TV. The big TV, screen TV which, that by you the way, get been around, been around for a while. Yes. Yeah, just let me know. Don't that's, forget Bill Ackman. Everything's great there. We got to come back right, to him, yeah, too. That's man. enough. I'd say. Yeah, well, I, I got to wait on Ackman. I, I need to digest that No, I just wanted to say it was all great. I just wanted to put that out Everything's there. great. Yeah, great. Um, because I just wanted to be uh, t- a totally gratuitous comment. I, I do think that, once again, if you look at the stocks that have been strongest, take Apple, mm-hmm. take NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Well, NVIDIA, David's down a quick hundo. I see that. Apple is rolling over. Uh, being pushed again by a subtle Tony Saganaghi. Look at these over. Things. It's had this incredible move during the month no, of no, let's I'm call it June into mid-July. Yeah. The last bastion in this market is Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and, yes, Google, also known as Alphabet. Those are the last ones, all right? Yep. 
And, David, the one thing we're not talking about nearly enough. Tell me. Is it the end of takeovers? We haven't even mentioned. Not five. No, which we are going to in the next block of our show. We like to call it the B block. B block, exactly. Yes, that is what we're going to focus on. Uh, For this uh, block of our show, we're talking about the markets. But also, I do want to come back to Biden versus Zuckerberg. No other way to put it. Right. Well, that's good. And let's start with the president. This is what he had to say. It's like callow youth. It's like the the novella Youth by Conrad has everything that we need to know about this. Pass the bottle. I will. Uh, I will make sure to read that one. My yeah, next, you want to uh, get that done when I have some time. Take a listen to what the president had to say. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, they really. They are, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and that and they're, and they're killing people. All right, see, David, that's what I meant about. What you think? No, what is it? I. You think it's more of a um, uh, justifiable homicide? What are you saying when you say that he's that he's not saying murder? They're killing um, people. It's more like vehic- is it vehicular? Well, Facebook, for its part, says the data shows 85 percent of Facebook users in the U.S. have been or want to be vaccinated. Oh, it's 85. Yeah. Not 84, 86. And uh, a gentleman named Guy Rosen, a vice president, said President Biden's goal for 70 percent of Americans to be vaccinated by July 4th. Facebook is not the reason. Oh, this, uh, right back in his face, was man. Missed. But you know what? Right, they, I, weren't afraid, they were afraid of Trump, but they were going right you after and I Biden. I'd like to come back to our man, Dr. Gottlieb, because all roads lead to him. Who is on the board of Lumen and Pfizer. And he's on the board of Pfizer. He does appear. I wish, you know what? I wish we had had the foresight to make him the regular on our show instead of Squawk Box. But we always do listen to him, be interviewed oh, by I, Becky. I, and I every time and Joe, when he comes on. Every time. But this, I thought it was interesting because they did ask him on this very subject, is Facebook responsible to a certain extent? Uh, And he uh, had this to say. When you have a Facebook page with tens of millions of followers or a Twitter page where someone's a verified um, Twitter user and has hundreds of thousands of followers, the social media platform has handed them a franchise. They've, they've basically given them a very big megaphone, and they've, they've supported that megaphone by making them a verified user, by promoting the page. And I think in that saying they have an obligation for what appears on those pages at that point. He said, yeah. I, uh, yeah, he says that, that it's misinformation. You it know, is. No, I think purely he, and simply the saying fact, that the vaccine kills people is not accurate. No, but what what Gottlieb said in a further soundbite, since I memorized everything, is it's very easy to spot the lies. And that's what Zuckerberg should do today when he does his Thursday town hall, which I'm told are very meaningful. He should be saying, you know what, we've got this wrong and we're going to we're going to police everybody who says the vaccine I don't know, creates you know, some horrible disease. He should do that. And you know who he should hire? Who? Gottlieb. Yeah. No, the casinos hired Gottlieb. It's not just Pfizer and Illumina. I think that I would put him the head of a Facebook advisory committee to spot false things. Now, Twitter, no. I mean, so I was attacked. Why can't Facebook just do that? Well, because they need Why is it so hard? They should hire a retired federal judge. Or a retired FDA who's not Gottlieb. Gottlieb's got four other guys he talks to. Or maybe, I don't know, hire um, Fauci's already committed. So anti-China. He says it's bats, by the way. But it does go back to the power of this platform. And it's obviously not just Facebook, but Instagram as well, of course. But you know what's interesting? You got to let Twitter go. Just let them say it. I mean, this I, I thought that I was safe by talking about Pickling. 
right? Pickling cucumbers. No, the, the what they want to do with the cucumbers personally with me, I found was not about eating them. Really? Yes. And then they immediately attacked me because I'm pro-vaccine. You I'm got saying that for being pro-vaccine. Oh, are you kidding me? And for pickling. Pickling and pro-vaccine. The fact that a lot of people felt that, you know what, so, you think you're so rich that you can what, have a garden. I don't know what Twitter can possibly do. No, Twitter to, you to, have to let do whatever they want to do because it's anonymous. But I think that, that Zuckerberg really right now should call us, which he won't do, and say, you know what? We are going to take action because it is. Easy. we heard Gottlieb say it's easy to police. And we're going to name Dr. Hamburg, Margaret Hamburg, to be in charge of this. Peggy Hamburg. Okay. The best FDA person we've had other than Kylie. Got it. Peggy Hamburg will now run the Facebook uh, 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 Facebook COVID so, analysis. So it's not a question of whether Facebook can adequately police it using its algorithm and actually just being able to find these no, things. You need, it's a function of deciding what no, actually no crosses one believes the line. In AI. You have to hire a person. One person? Yeah. And then you let AI do everything. I see. You make it like an AI call center. Oh, that's the B block. Yes, we're going to get to that, actually. Thank you. Coming up, Zoom Video is making its largest ever acquisition. It's an all-stock deal, but we will give you the details. Let's give you one more look at futures, of course. We get ready to start trading here in 17 minutes. More Squawk on the Street from the New York Stock Exchange straight ahead. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back to what we like to call the B block of our show. Uh, I referenced it earlier. A, B, C, D. We get all the way to like G, I think, don't we? Then we start again. Um, let's talk about this deal because it's sure. a fairly large one. And it's oh Zoom God, yes. doing by far the largest acquisition. It is an all-stock deal. Let me just go through the particulars for you this morning. They're buying 5-9, all-stock deal. If you are a 5-9 holder, you're going to get 0.5533 shares of Zoom uh, at the open, or at least prior to what may be a decline in Zoom shares, it was worth about 200 bucks, uh, about 200 bucks. Uh, but we'll see, Jim. Uh, they're saying it complements their, their growing offering, of course, but it right. is, it's a different vertical. It's always interesting to see a company. But, but that, there are partners, loose partners, but they've been they partners are. for a long time. Um, you know, some will view it as a, a great opportunity for Zoom to 
broaden its business right. using, obviously, a very highly valued stock to right. do so. Others will say, are oh. they running out of growth in their key business, and therefore, do they need to do that? You can see right now, Zoom not going to decline that much. Premium, not as large, perhaps, as some might have anticipated for a high-growth company like Five Nine, but uh, deal's going to close, they expect, at least, second half, first half of uh, next year. But, you know, David, Zoom, Zoom is one of those stocks that, again, rolled over a long time ago, yeah. and yet they still want to shockingly uh, give out stock, which you, know, you could argue the stock was, at, you know, you wanted to do that when the stock was at 572. True. Although it's still a $106 billion market value company. No, yes, good well point. down from its highs. Good but point. I mean, where was it pre- well, prior to the pandemic? Contact center combination AI. Right. Very, very powerful. I know that uh, Ring Central is up against them. That's another company that people say, well, Ring Central, what the hell is that? Well, it's another big company that has that has a video and also has call center. Uh, you could argue that does what Cisco doing with Wax? Well, they could be uh, doing their own call center. I think that this is a deal that a lot of people are going to say Zoom had to start doing something else other than being Zoom. Because it's a, viewed as a one-trick pony by a lot of players. Right, so use the opportunity that's been afforded you by a stock price that, even though, to your point, is down from its highs, is yes. up dramatically to broaden your business to acquire something else. It conceivably makes sense. Right. Uh, at the same time, some of the valuations overall are so high. I mean, I don't know what Zoom's current multiple is. I'm sure this thing is. But I'm always reminded of you know, JDS and SDLI. Oh, my God. JDSU, which stood for Just Don't Sell Us, and, and then it, was, it became it was Just like Don't Sell Us. a 30-plus billion-dollar deal, but it was all stock. It was all air. Now, Memory. that's not saying this is the case here, but it just reminds me of that time. What was it, late 90s, early 2000s? Never 2000. trust the CEO wears a beret. A beret? You didn't like him? Come on. No. 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 Ray Paree, that guy. Okay, so listen to me. Yes, yes. Listen, yes. listen to me. Our okay. producer Chip knows everybody's name. He remembers Absolutely. those days. Okay, yeah. so, so listen to Joseph Strauss. Joseph right. Strauss. Yeah. All yeah. right, all right. So let's take a look at this. David, this is God, this is how alien tech has become to, to people. The reason why people like this deal is because of C B C C A A S. People right. are calling it well, it's actually C C A C C C A S. It's cloud-based contact center as a service. Cloud-based contact center as a service. service. So in other words, it's Mm cloud-based. You've got to say cloud-based native. Right. And David, their go-to-market strategy is excellent. Got it. The $24 billion. TAM. Yeah. That's how this deal is being sold to people. Now, what I think matters is that Zoom needed to have another way to attack and they got this. I want to see how Ryan Trollope does he's, as the CEO. Yes, but he's going to move and run this unit as a right, he, unit he, of he, Zoom. He ran the Cisco unit, and then he ran to this. Uh, Eric DeWan, very similar, by the mm-hmm. way. These are very smart guys. No relation to the author Trollope, right? No, I no. did that to him when the first time when he came on. Did you? Yeah, and, yeah. and I said, are you related to Trollope? Yeah. He, he thought it was not funny one bit. Really? Didn't yeah, like it was that. a real bomb. I should have just, you know, yeah. I should have moved on. I think it's always worth going with the literary references. Being Pe- an English people major. People hate my literary references. Well, they don't understand. Well, I was going to be a professor of English and history. Many of them are ignorant. Up next, it no, is. Those are the vax, anti-vax people. The killers. Up next, it's his mad dash. That's right, his. He was talking there. I was not. Okay, on oh, Twitter. Just look at your when everybody file, says that I give just you said something. That. that was his voice, not my voice. We got an opening bell coming up in 10 minutes. Stay with us.
What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. We are going to have a down open, uh, would appear, uh, over 1%, at least on the major right. averages. It'll be down, it'll be down 2%. Europe's down 2 Yeah. Uh, but if you want to buy it, just wait till Europe's closed. But I would, that would be your first chance. Okay. I want to talk about a very good piece of research. Yeah. Uh, Goldman is upgrading Qualcomm sell to hold. Now, it turns out that this gentleman added Qualcomm to America's sell list on 16 April 2020. It's since then up 82% versus the S&P up 55%. Wait, that, would have, that was suboptimal then. Yes, because he was saying sell it into that. Yes. So do we now say this is a good time to go to hold? No. This is when you say sell Qualcomm. Why? Because... A lot of things happened last week. People don't even understand it. There was a conference call, Taiwan Semi. David, that was the call, which just said, you know what? There's no more tightness. It was a peak semi call. Now, Qualcomm's related to Apple. There is no fight right now with Apple. They're, you're no, there's Qualcomm. peace. They, peace is broken out everywhere with right. them. But Taiwan Semi is no longer tight on everything. They've got, they've got space. In the meantime, Intel, David, which did steal a top executive from Mellanox, bought by NVIDIA over the weekend. Intel doing something that I think that is exactly the opposite of what our regulators want, which is buying global. global well, we don't know. We don't no, no, know. We do know. Actually, we do know. We do. It's, it's, it's one of the most stupid things I've ever heard. It's well, exactly. No, my point even, was, we don't know that they're going to follow through No, we don't do know. It. But think about it. Even under anybody's interpretation, anybody's, it's wrong. So, David, the lawyers behind that are charlatans. Okay, I want to talk more about that because you were not here on Friday when we discussed that. No, but you can't do that deal. Everyone's going to complain, whether it be the Chinese, whether it be Taiwan Semi, whether it be AMD. Everyone's going to complain. But Pat Gelsinger continues to take bold action. He is, yes, full of sound and fury and signifying... Macbeth? Nothing? Thank you. Really? Macbeth holds up. Macbeth holds up like you wouldn't believe. All right. You know what doesn't hold up? Much of nothing does not hold up. holds up. Merry Wives of Winders does not hold up. Thank you. No problem. All right. We've got an opening bell. By the way, remember, you can always catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. We're back after this. Welcome back. Let's uh, give you a look at what we're expecting about a minute and a half from now when we uh, get ready to open. Of course, we've been pointing out we're going to be down. You said maybe as much as 2%. We'll see where we actually bottom, Jim. In sync with Europe. Um, But there it is. uh, 51 points in the S&P and 500 on the Dow or so. Um, I'd like to ask you, you know, when our partner's not here, kind of go back to our old days, what the key to this market is. I think you already may have referenced it. Yes, you need to see fang roll over. It's the last. It's the best. And that's when... I mean, everyone's starting to, it's starting to dawn on a lot of people that the market's headed lower. It, it, David, if you owned stocks instead of just being an index player, the index being heavily dominated by FANG these days, you would realize that we've had a slaughter in a lot of stocks. I know, underneath the surface, I mean, I pointed this out at the end of last week. 
Oil services, horrible. Healthcare, biotech index, horrible. There have been some real pain masked, as you say, by the performance of the stock people are looking right. at right there. Well, which, now by they're the way, are roll. amongst the largest market cap companies in the world. Yeah, now I do want to point out the absurdity of what's happened. So you take a company like Cleveland Cliffs, okay? Bear with me for a second. It sells at three times, three times this year's earnings. Now, that's a sign that people believe the earnings are going to collapse, of course. When you see Goldman selling it eight times, people believe that next year is going to be a down year. I don't think that. I think that they had a great quarter, and it matters. But, David, you look at J.P. Morgan. Jamie Dimon must be astounded that his stock has rolled over so big since yeah. they reported to We're going to get back quarter. to that in just a second, tell people who did the honors here. Of course, it was, uh, you can see the real-time exchange, as we might expect. A lot of red on that board. Here at the big board, Builders First Source, that's a building product supplier, celebrated company. its transfer to the NYC. Over the NASDAQ, Horizon Therapeutics, biopharma focusing on rare diseases. Get back to your point on J.P. Morgan. On J.P. Morgan, Jim, which, again, reported uh, results almost a week ago at this point, and uh, the market did not respond positively. No, because the, the banks tenure, overall were people just think that with the tenure where it is, it doesn't matter what Jamie Dimon says or does. Now, remember, Dow down 500 is not like the old days. No. Well, it's the Dow the is elevated. statistically insignificant index. Anyway, how often do you hear? Let's take a look at the tenure, actually, because I do want to see where we no, are. The, in the tenure yield. is to some people frightening because it's signifying something they don't know. One, two, one, five. Is it signifying that because we're blocking ASMLF from selling big machines to the Chinese, lithograph machines for semis, that therefore they have to take over Taiwan semi? Do they have to take over Taiwan? Is that's what it's being signaled? Or is it that the variant is crashing through, breaking through to so many people, and the Tokyo Olympics are scaring people? Breakthrough cases, if you've been vaccinated, thankfully, you're not going to get very, you're not They're getting like sick. Flu, 99.5, something along those lines of hospitalizations are people who've been unvaccinated. I think it's, maybe it's 98, right. 98.5. But look, Zoom video going down five is not bad. No, doing an all stock deal, as we just told you, the stock is only down one, uh, 1.6%, which obviously will impact the overall value of the deal, but still, let's call it around a $14 billion all stock transaction for five, nine. Uh, not a lot of green on the board, as you might no. expect, but Merck is one of the names. And, you know, I do come back to it so often, Jim, of course, and when we talk about the Delta variant, we talk about antivirals. And they have cool. they have one of the key ones because uh, I followed its its uh, its progress very closely. And what Regeneron has something too, but Regeneron's dropped off the face. Of yeah, the I mean, Molnupiravir. They're in phase three. They've had good. You know, they were halfway through a trial in India that has seemed to go very well. They obviously are still enrolling people uh, around the world uh, for the antiviral that really could change the um, complexion of the virus. Well, we for those not- even who choose not to get vaccinated, right. who unfortunately get it. This could be something you take if and when it is approved, if the phase three data is as good as many people expect it to be and could sort of done. We, we don't have to right, discuss but, you know, this. You get a, a Red Sox game canceled, Red, Red Sox yeah. change. You, you see a tremendous tennis player not being able to go and you start to think maybe this is worse. But these people are all tested. They're asymptomatic. They're asymptomatic. And they feel They're not good. getting sick. What we're playing for is to keep people out of the hospital and from getting really right. sick or dying. Let's not right. forget that's what you're. Right. It's just so, the death rate has not gone up. There are no. people who feel the death rate is, is, is starting to go up. But the stats don't show that. 
doesn't show that this variant is any more deadly than anything that no. preceded it. Which but is I good. just keep coming back. Let's take a Boeing, okay, which I okay. think is going to have a terrible quarter. Yes, I know. You know Boeing do. has just been straight down. All right. Mm-hmm. Is now the time to begin to worry about Boeing? Well, if they have to do an equity offering, maybe you get the stock at 200. Uh, there are stocks that are leading this market, and they are called the utilities. And, David, there's utility that Elliott is not happy with. I love your segues sometimes. Did you see me picking up my Duke Energy exactly, stuff? That's what I did. Let's talk about it, Jim, because I know you know the company fairly well, Duke. We, we came back to this a uh, few months ago on the 17th of May. That's when Duke actually put out a response to Elliott's announcement as well. It came out pretty strong, sort of saying, hey, Elliott wants us to try and split the company. We think that would be a big mistake. Uh, Look at that uh, Elliot, chart. Elliott's waited a while. Uh, and they've tried to have dialogue. My understanding is they haven't really had much, you know, no real engagement with them. But they have engaged with a lot of shareholders. They come out with a, uh, a hefty letter. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, again, Duke shareholders should read it. Um, but they basically seem to be saying this board's got to be held accountable. Yes, over the short term, the stock has performed well, not over the long term. Their track record in stock performance uh, their ability to create value in businesses outside of its core footprint, the interest of Duke's leadership and board being in line with shareholders. They particularly reserve a lot of uh, enmity, if you want to call it that, for the lead director uh, of the company at this point. Um, their independent direct, lead independent director has meaningfully exceeded Duke's recommended retirement age and tenure. We struggle to understand how the lead independent director role could not be filled by a more qualified candidate that would hold Duke's management accountable. Not a lot uh, in this letter about any plan of breaking the company into three. It's much more simply about their focus on what they say is a lack of execution. And they cite a lot of anonymous quotes from other shareholders saying the same and the frustration they've had over a long period of time, Jim. Well, I know that they've not really uh, gotten away from coal the way some of the others have. By the way, the switching to coal is so aggressive that it's going to begin to impact the railroads. And that's because coal is so much cheaper right now than natural gas because we export so much natural gas. Wait, you're talking about the switching to coal to back to coal. Yes. Use of coal. Yes. Not good for climate change. No. No. Which, if you believe in climate change. If you believe in climate change? Well, I, is, that, a, is that the same thing? Like I just the don't want, I, I have enough people attacking me in the last thing. All right. I, I just don't want the people who don't believe well, in climate change. Well, you know what? You've got to just try and speak facts. Not, you know. Right. But so, I'm just yes. saying that climate change is I, real. People I'm are going sure there after were people on Twitter who Duke will attack us Box. for saying that. Duke and Box are going after, and they're two of the best performing stocks. So why don't we go after companies that are performing poorly? Well, uh, Elliot would say that, yes, the long term, you know, saying that they performed well. What, here's the I'm just looking for the actual line. The three percent unaffected outperformance over 12 months after years of subpar returns and self-inflicted setbacks hardly supports Duke's claim that it is performing at a high level. Well, maybe it's performing at a high level because people know Elliot's in there. Maybe. By the way, um, the uh, the window for nominating directors is a long time away, but they're not going away. Elliot's going to be in there. They're not going anywhere. You can expect, it would seem to me, if they don't get what they're looking for, that a proxy fight might be in the future. But that is quite some time you down know, the road. Can I just point out, please, a, a stock that my travel trust owns? Yes. Uh, Crown Castle. Okay. okay. If you look at Crown Castle, it's been one of the greatest performers. Now, there's a guy, Jay Brown, who runs. I always love his Jay Brown. He should be like a DJ, you know. Jay Brown, uh, who basically fought Elliot 
and then quietly gave in and did pretty much everything that Elliott wanted. And the stock, ever since he caved, has gone from 146 to 203. And he adopted all of Elliott's things, but never, like, embraced Elliott. Right. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Elliot's fine with that, by the yes, way. They no, don't they necessarily don't need, all they care about is money. That, well, that makes them sound so, it makes them sound like a hedge fund or something. Mm, um, uh, yes. <laughs> but I think what they did with Crown Castle is what they really want, which is they're not saying, listen, we don't, we want to be told that we deserve the Congressional Medal of Breakups or something. But when you look at Crown Castle, you realize they had the right bead exactly on towers. And I often find it just dead right. I find it dead right for many, many things. Good point, and it's important to point that out. Listen, Elliot's well, had, you know, had some missteps through the years, but it's, uh, that one has certainly been a very Alcoa? positive one. The, I do. We saw I a recommendation do. about Alcoa today. Now, Alcoa was man, an odd denouement. That was so strange. Klaus Kleinfeld, Klaus Kleinfeld. And the letter and his dismissal from the company. And yeah, the, that, that was, was un. That was, was suboptimal, really, as you like I, I, to say. I, I, and ill-advised at the yes, same time. ill-advised, too. David, were you read, did you read the Taming Wildcat stablecoin piece by Gary Gordon from Yale and Jeffrey Zhang from the Fed? I did not. It talks about Tether being $62 billion stablecoin and saying that it's basically unstable. I, Crypto goes down a great deal. Okay. I think people should be following Kritka. You know, but we should put Bitcoin in the lower right-hand corner. Again? Why? No, it's only down three no, percent. We do. No, because Bitcoin is another one of these weaknesses. And David, here's where I think the speculative mania, the peak, is going to come. Yeah. When the Robin Hood deal actually comes. hits the market, thirty-five yeah. billion dollar market value, they filed their amended S one. We've already right. read through. They're the not. They're not making S1, a lot of money. I don't where know. we, you know, where we understand their business, which we already had, which they're is not pay for order flow. Do you know that twenty to thirty-five percent of revenues? I think, yeah. right? Yeah. They, Isn't that the number? Not, I'm, they're I'm losing a lot of money. 20 to 35 percent of the shares, David, will be allocated to customers. Now, will they be strong handed or weak handed? I don't know. There's some some of the same customers. AMC in particular, Jim, has been making that move down to a perhaps some would say more rational. It did have a a nice rally on Friday to avoid the July 30 strike. It did. It did. Um, I wish Bed Bath went on that list. It's doing well. It is. I don't, you know, sometimes we throw things on there, and that Clover's came and went very quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of coming and going, uh, Bill Ackman's SPAC plan to not yeah. be a SPAC anymore and to buy a, lo- you know, a significant stake in Universal Music, which, of course, is going to be its own public company fairly soon, gets derailed by the SEC, at least so he says, uh, that, it, that it was their um, opposition to the structure of the transaction. Right. Uh, you know what? Why, why, why put words in his mouth? I think, do we have Mr. Ackman's oh, comments oh, about what happened? Uh, let's take a listen. Before we signed the deal, the SEC came to us and said, we have some concern about whether RemainCo, this entity we were creating, was going to become an investment company. In order to address the SEC's concern, we changed the structure of the deal to provide that we were going to contribute the stock that we purchased to a trust. And we thought that would address the issue. And then we signed the deal. And then we push forward with the transaction. And then actually in the last, this week, the last few days, the SEC raised, I would say, a deal killer, which is they, they said that in their view, uh, the transaction did not meet the New York Stock Exchange uh, SPAC rules. And what that meant, I would call that a dagger in the heart of the transaction. One of the key questions that I'd gotten, and I you know, obviously spent a lot of time trying to figure this out when he announced it, because it was a very complex deal. 
uh, not requiring a vote, creating a new entity, then a, a warrant, a spark. I mean, as as is his want, Mr. Ackman doing things that were very creative. But one thing that some people didn't understand is, was he really giving his investors something that they couldn't already do on their own? Because, Jim, if you wanted to actually create universal music, there was a way to kind of do it. In and some worse. No, you would actually buy, uh, you could buy the Vendi and then short out oh, a lot of the components. Right. Because, remember, they own stakes in a lot of things, can help plus a lot of other things. And there was a way to kind of short the stub, so to speak, right. and then therefore own what would be universal music. Um, and that was certainly a, a, one of the questions. It's over now. He's got now again, Tontine, the largest SPAC out there, trading right around where it was issued, 20 he, bucks. He did basically um, say, can we just, not that he's Elon Musk, and not that he'll agree with what I'm about to say, but what he basically said was the SEC was unsophisticated, did not understand the transaction. He did. He did try to imply and, that. Yes. Yeah. And I think him basically fair. saying the SEC, frankly, were over their head, didn't understand the trust, didn't understand how well the deal was thought out, and how clever it was, and, and basically said the SEC, uh, well, kind of like what Musk thinks, right? Without tweeting what Musk thinks. David, Pepsi, um, it, Pepsi is oh, the stock up the most. They had a great quarter in the yield three. Well, it's about. And the ones that are down the most are the banks because, again, of the tenure. Yeah, Sorry, well, the tenure yeah. is at a level that it hasn't seen since February. We um, see. So, Mondelez, recommended by Mike Wilson, is up. And Adobe's one to watch. It's a giant company. And yeah. It's not down. Um, to finish the thoughts on Pershing, which we're still... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 don't No, be. no, no. There's the 10-year. Uh, we'll see what he's piece. able to go after. Uh, you know, there's going to always be speculation. Don't believe it if it involves uh, Bloomberg. Um, from everything I hear, that is not going to happen. Really? Uh, Jim, we had a, a deal between AT&T and Dish and MVNO um, yeah, this morning. Uh, you know, remember, Dish, of course, is trying to create a nationwide 5G network. Don't right. hear that much from them these days. Uh, Charlie Ergen's been quiet for quite some time. But they did file an 8K disclosing what's a new non-exclusive network services agreement with AT&T. It's got a 10-year term, um, and it will provide Dish subscribers, remember, who are one day they're going to move them onto this 5G network, but it doesn't really exist yet. So they have a deal with T-Mobile in place, but T-Mobile's booting a lot of them off. So now they're going to be paying them, let's call it, as much as half a billion a year over 10 years as they build out their 5G network. Who's the big loser here? Well, City says, listen, we view the deal as a possible negative headwind on T-Mobile wholesale revenue, a net positive for Dish by securing another source of high-quality capacity while it builds its 5G network, and a mild positive for AT&T, but did want to share that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, If you want to talk about, can I just talk positively for a second about this market? Please. All right, I'm going to give, and I hear that, I'm not talking positively about AT&T. So a lot of people wake up today and say, wow, the market is really beginning to roll over. Well, the the S&P is down 1.1%. It's really, it's gas. The market is at gas. Okay, so what was the best performing stock this year? This year? Yeah. Well, was it NVIDIA at one point? Yes, NVIDIA. Okay. Okay, so NVIDIA was at 827 a couple of weeks ago, all right? So then it drops to 727, right? Now, that's a bit of a rollover. And NVIDIA is up today. What I'm saying is there are many stocks that were precursors to the so-called, wow, be careful, everything's rolling over. And those, have all, the ones that have already rolled over, are starting to do better. That is a very good sign for the market. Okay. Well, speaking of that broader market, let's get to our Bob Pisani, who's got more for us. Bob. 
Happy Monday. Uh, we've got two problems. We're all living in a post-vaccinated world, and the vaccine will not go away. That's a problem. Second, very high valuations, leaving the market vulnerable to a downturn. Those two problems are colliding today. Look at the sectors, the weaknesses in the cyclicals, the stuff that did really well on hopes that the global economy would be reopening. So energy's weak, banks are weak, tech uh, in the middle of that, consumer staples, defensive name, doing a little bit better. This makes a little bit of sense. The downside leaders, again, they're all cyclicals. You see the cruise lines. You see the airlines. You see uh, copper stocks like freeport McMoran, You see the oil stocks like Schlumberger all week. Again, generally, these are characterized as cyclical names. The market internals, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. Traders have had a problem with the way the markets look. The momentum, the percentage of stocks above their 50-day moving average, momentum indicators have been slowing although they're still strong. Breadth has been weaker. The advanced decline line's been a little weaker. New highs, they've been kind of crummy in the low single digits, you know, 10, 20, 30 in the S&P 500. That's not much at all, uh, given the fact the S&P's near a new high. The other thing, of course, we've been talking about, we did this last week, small and medium-sized stocks have been underperforming really since April or May. Look at the Russell 2000. It's 10% uh, below its uh, its recent 52-week high. The S&P mid-cap is 8%. The Dow Transport's 12%. This is a little worse today, but this was going on for the last couple of weeks that we've been talking about it. So it wasn't like this appeared, this weakness has appeared out of nowhere. Active traders call active traders. They'll tell you, this is a really tough market to make any money in. They've been saying this for weeks. Lowry over the weekend, oldest technical analysis service in the United States, been reading their work for decades. They said the body of evidence reflects an investing environment where it's difficult to find attractive stock to buy, whether from new money or cash raised from the pruning of weaker stocks. Again, this is a sort of intellectual way of saying, boy, it's really been hard to make money in the last few weeks. The good news is earnings, which had better be really good, have been good. You see what happened today? Look at AutoNation. Used car sales are crazy. Same store sales up 54%. That's not a typo for AutoNation. They've reached huge repurchase program. 15% of the stock repurchased year to date. They're doing more throughout uh, the year. So that's going to keep going. And the, the CEO says demand continues to outpace supply. AutoNation, flattish right here. Tractor Supply had amazing numbers, 8% beat. Their comps were up 10%. They raised their full-year guidance from 5 to 8% up to 11 to 13%. Great numbers. Wait a minute. The stock's down 6%. David, why is the stock down? Well, these stocks are expensive. This used to be, tractor supply used to be, you know, 20 times forward earnings, somewhere around there, 18 to 20. Now it's 24 to 25 forward earnings. David, that's a problem. The the multiples, you cannot have high multiples or hope that multiples are going to keep going up when you're at an earnings peak. They might still be going up for earnings, but they're decelerating. And that means generally lower multiples. And when they're really high, like they're way above uh, historic norms, like you're seeing with tractor supply, you've got a problem even with terrific earnings. So that those multiples, David, right now, even at 20, 21 times for the S&P 500, that multiple is under some risk right now. Back to you. Yeah. Remember when Tractor Supply was the key to this market? Well, Tractor Supply is a fantastic company. And, and uh, it's also the key to people who move out, the hybrid people who go to the country. And that was a, that was a fantastic quarter. It's down huge. With very little volume. Yeah. All right. Before we head to break here, let's give you another look at a one-week chart of the 10-year note. As we pointed out, of course, a number of times this morning, the yield is down. You can see dramatically 1.21. This, of course, also amidst that uh, fall in stock prices. By the way, let's finish with a two-month chart of the dollar index. And there you see that. 
coming up right there. Uh, just down a bit. We'll be right back. You can see uh, the S&P down over one and a half percent. NASDAQ, uh, not quite as much. But, of course, we are down significantly. Uh, NVIDIA perhaps helping the NASDAQ. It is, as Jim pointed out, it is up one and a half percent after Generon. There's a lot of companies that have been rolling. Moderna didn't roll up. just got added. But I'm just saying it's late in the game to say, hey, look out. We're really about to have a huge fall. Two to percent, yes. Three percent, yes, maybe. Right. I'm just looking at some very good stocks. All right. Well, look at them and get ready for stop trading because that's what's coming up next. Hi, welcome back. As promised, let's uh, get to stop trading. David, Adam Aaron's done a remarkable job at AMC, but ever since he declared in the 50s that he wasn't going to issue more stock, the shorts have decided to go after it very aggressively. Why? Because they knew that if he issued stock, you'd buy back the bonds that it was accretive, and that was the worry. Too much debt, you said over and over again. David, there are a lot of people in uh, Wall Street bets who make fun of me when I say hold. What I really mean is that's what they regard themselves as, as Braveheart. Now, who won in Braveheart exactly? And that's why I'm saying AMC, with this new variant, I think you probably want to stay home, watch your big screen with your free popcorn, even though you also get free popcorn if you own shares. At AMC. And uh, by the way, what's on Med? You probably yeah, wonder. I do want to Bark, know what's on Med tonight. You know, second rate Chewy, except for its first rate at on my show. Okay. And then First Horizon, which had a very, very good quarter but did not forecast well. That is a Tennessee bank. Look at that. Will you look at that list? BarkBox? You got two that guys is, from BarkBox coming on? Well, yeah, because uh, I love pets. The humanization of pets is one of the great stories ever, uh, particularly my dog, Vidya, who's Vidya mousy too. today. Yes. NVIDIA the second. NVIDIA, sorry, NVIDIA the second. I'll see you later. All yeah. Right. You have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. They love me on Twitter. It's so oh, great. They do. they do. Nobody's yeah. loved more than you. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.